When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. You already know what's good. It is exactly Amara, and this is your girl, Amara La Negra. Thank you so much for joining me every Thursday. You already know today, I want to do a little something different because I wanted to bring a special guest. Um, knowing that, you know, we are somewhat... We're somewhat like loving hip hop family without being loving hip hop family because we're in, we're on different franchises. Today I'm talking to someone who is part of loving hip hop. Hey Johnny, how you doing? Hey. You look beautiful <laughs> and forgive me because I look a little crunchy today. I wish that I was more Girl, fabulous. You look fine. You look fine. <laughs> Tell me where are you located right now? Um, I'm in between LA and Atlanta. LA, which one do you like more? LA because it's, it's more R&B. I feel like R&B is more out in Atlanta for me. And then also like, it's just, I love at, like the, the buildings and the scenery is really, really dope. Well, for those that may not know of you, I hate when people ask me this, but for those that is the first time that they're hearing you, um, can you, you know, let them in a little bit on who Johnny is? Okay, so my name is Johnny. Um, I am German and Black descent. I was born on Moody Air Force Base, Valosta, Georgia, so I'm a Georgia baby. Um, I play six instruments. I sing, I write, produce. Um, I've done Love and Hip Hop, growing up in hip hop. And now I'm past the reality TV and I'm working on two movies and also a show um, that's on stars. So I'm just, uh, just re revamped uh, my whole look. Awesome. My bird wants to interview too. It's okay. No worries. No worries. You know what? This is part of our new lifestyle, our new norms. You know, it's okay. We, we're actually even more personal into your life. So it's all good. Out of all the things that you do, which one do you feel that you enjoy the most? Music is more of my thing. Like, it's just, I don't know. I get up, I want to record, I want to perform, I want to do features, I want to do, it's just a um, love for it, a passion. I've been doing classical piano since I was like six. 
So mm. it's like, it's kind of a thing for me. It's not even a job. It's just a thing. It's my thing. <laughs> so why Johnny Blaze, but now with this whole new revamp, it's just Johnny? Um, Johnny Blaze, I got tired of people that didn't know that I can really, really sing. They were like, so rap something for me. And I'm like, huh? Wait. Right. And I'm like, okay, let me just, well, my label actually, Green Team was like, you know, maybe you should delete the blaze. So now they're working on like my social media handles, like changing them. And it does sound much better. It's like, you know, Johnny, like that's more R&B-ish for me. And then blaze is like my past, I feel, and I've grown so much. So it's just like multiple reasons why. So if you had to describe yourself in three words, what would you say? I would say misunderstood, but I don't give a damn. Um, Okay. um, Kind. And um, determined. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people, they tend to, why I say determined is because people, um, you'll have a talent or something that you're really great at and people will tear you down to the point that you won't even believe in yourself. And it's like, I have a determination to win for myself, but also just like, it's that more of a oomph, like, ha, I told you. So like, I I knew no wasn't going to be my last answer. Um, kind is just, I'm just a sweet person and I don't think nobody knows that. Like I'm really non-confrontational now. Like I'm not, I will care in your ass. I will seriously call the police and I don't feel bad about it. I will lawyer up. I'm going to sue you for defamation. Like I don't deal with drama or violence, you know? So it's like, I'm really kind. So, um, some people tend to take that for a weakness. So that, and then, um, the talented thing is just, I'm just. I'm gifted. Um, I'm misunderstood and gifted and just really, really a sweet person. What about if you had to describe yourself as an artist? Oh, that bitch. <laughs> ah, okay. They can call just, me ugly. They can call me chunky. I, they can call me whatever they, but what you not going to take from me. And that's what people tend to want to take from you. Your energy and your faith in yourself is telling you that you're not something. You're just not going to tell me that I'm not gifted, that I'm not talented. So... Yeah, that bitch. <laughs> okay, well, she's that bitch. Um, but you know, even though that we say, you know, I'm that bitch, deep down inside, have you ever had those moments where some of those comments may have actually gotten to you? Cause me, like, I'm a boss bitch, I'm a da da, I'm all these things, I'm in the spotlight, people are always looking at me. I like, I get all those things, right? That's great. But as strong as I try to be, there are moments where it could just be that day, like Today, I woke up that I'm not with it, and one person's comment, I won't say will kill my whole day, but it will, it will make me feel like I'm not necessarily that bitch for like 20, yeah. you know, for like two seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so are there those moments for you? Um... It's always those moments. It's it's more of an, it, it's not from strangers. Sometimes it's from people that you think that's close to you. Um, it comes from them more than, because I really don't care about the comments. Like it's more of a family member or a friend affecting me with what they say. And then they're no longer my friend. I'm not as close to the family member. So it does, it does affect me, but I've become so spiritual since like October 14th of 2021, where I just like read the Bible every day, like a scripture. And I'm more into myself to the point the confidence level has went up and I just ignore you know, what people say, but it does, it does bother me. It does um, affect me. Um, I do cry because it, it hurts more when it's somebody that's your friend or family rather than a random person. And it's just like difficult, but I've, 
I've grown to um, ignore it and just move forward and kind of distance myself from stuff like that. Like I'm very big on energy, yoga, like meditation. Like I don't like to go outside and feel that uh, my energy I need to put some bad energy in somebody. Like my hopes is to just give energy to somebody. Somebody might be on their last limb. And because I smiled, they'll ask them, how are they? Um, how are they doing? Um, it affected them in a good way. So yes, it does affect me, but I tend to find other things. Me making other people happy actually gets me out of that space when people are um, negative and mean. So. so now this is completely random, but I had seen you on social media I hadn't really gotten to know you as a person per se. This is like the, the furthest we've actually gotten to talking. Do you feel, and judgment-free zone, but do you feel that people sometimes may misjudge you based off your looks, based off your social media from the woman that uh, I'm talking to right now that seem, you know, you sound very sweet. You sound like very genuine. You sound uh, very polite, very kind, all those things. But when I see you at first, right, the first thing I'm getting is, Based off your social media alone, right? Or just the way that you're naturally, you know, set up physically. Do you feel that people judge you and there's like a misguidance there? Um, okay. So with me, I feel like this. God puts you on earth, even though you came out of your mama and your daddy. You feel me? I'm so country. <laughs> you weren't put on this earth for everybody to like you or to understand you like Nobody knows how this big change happened for me five months ago. I just really started just being focused on myself and showing people what I want to. And I feel that people um, forget that social media is like whatever you post out there, whatever you put, it's your fault. You put it out there. So if you want the narrative to change, change it. So I started showing more of my personality and skits, start showing people like this goopy side because this is me all day. I'm very clumsy and People are either going to gravitate to the person that you're becoming for the better you or they're not. And I do think that even though I'm a much happier person and you see it on my social media now, I think people look at my body and just like, oh, she has to be a bitch. She has Well, to okay. And let me break it down for those that obviously can't see you, right? So she is very curvy. She <laughs> is, you know, she... Let me just break it down. She got them thighs. She got the booty. She got the small waist and the big I know you're not you know, talking. Well, shoot, I love that. When you first came on TV, I was like, yo, where did y'all find that person from? Like, okay, what? so, but, okay, but then, you know, then I went through a whole body transformation. And well, you still I just, look good. Yes, yes, and I, and I love my body now, but, um, but she's very, very curvy. And obviously on social media, she does, you know, accentuate the fact that, you know, she embraces her body and she wears, you know, a lot of sexy stuff or whatever. And automatically, just based off seeing it, I wouldn't, I would, sometimes we can be very judgmental as a society and, you know, I would think something else, but then now talking to you, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so sweet. She's so nice. I would never match. Let me tell you something. I'm like the most, if you see me in person, you're going to crack up laughing. First of all, people think I'm six feet. I am five one. I don't, okay. Oh, I'm, wow. Okay. I'm lying. I just put the one, so I don't, I don't feel so bad. I'm five feet, but the point is I'm five feet. I look, I look this interview. I'm gonna keep it so real. Look, the other side of me, I got on uh, night clothes. Okay. Y'all just see this because I'm being professional, but really I'm like this. Okay. And I'm just, I've got to a point, you know, my grandmother had passed away. I've been through human trafficking. People don't know 
why I had that guard up of being the mean girl and wanting to fight because I was protecting how I am now. So I had to get my mental and my space in a right space for not just me, but for my music, my career. And now people, when they see me, they're like, okay, I see it, but it's 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 going faster than what I thought. Because now when people see me, they're like, yo, she's super cool. And I do get, it does hurt my feelings a little bit that people think I'm just like this baby Grinch. And then I'm like, I'm friendly, hug me. <laughs> I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express Card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. You probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer, because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together we'll find it. It's going to be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You just hit something that was very sensitive. I don't know if you if you would be willing to talk a little bit more into that and how um, how that affected you or, or, or you know what what exactly happened when you said human trafficking. Yeah, I I from my mother sent me away when I was fourteen, um, um, and I ended up in New York and I took an ad on a computer, um, and I thought it was for kids. You know, I was fourteen, uh, about to be fifteen. I took an ad that thought it was for photos. You know, and I went to this house in um, Philly. 
And it wasn't that. Um, I didn't have barely no money to even go back. So it was basically like a house for underage um, kids to prostitute and, and, and sell yourself and you really can't leave. So the girl that was with me felt extra, extra um, uh, bad for me and gave me a drink. Um, it definitely wasn't a normal liquor because I became like very just energetic, very hyper. I couldn't even tell you what was in the cup. And um, I just stayed. And it just, I kind of, I was into it. Like I got into it because the guy that was over that home, he was like, you know, y'all got to make some money. Like, it's kind of like Players Club, but for kids, which is so sickening to say, but it's like, you got to make the money. And um, I just kind of fell into the drugs and the drinking at a young age because I was rebellious. My mother sent me away because I was molested when I was 14 by my stepfather. So I was already having a disconnect of if, if that can happen, then it's like nobody really like cares. Nobody um, loves me or supports me. I was just like becoming a rebel because I was so angry. Like, why is this happening to me? So I wanted to make some money. I'm like, okay, I'm young. I could get some pictures, but it was not that. I went from about 15 to 17 in that for years. And then I was actually lacking in school and um, had to go to summer school to graduate because my dad wasn't having it. He wasn't like trying to figure me out because I wouldn't let him in. Um, And it just, I got out only because I was always the singing girl. I was always the girl that sung. And um, she was like, you don't even belong here. Like, at least go to the strip club. And that's kind of how I got introduced to the strip club. Somebody actually brought me there and they were more popular in Philly to let the person that had me at the house, let them know, like, don't, don't bother her no more. Like she's here now. So I ended up, I ended up stripping at the age of 18. So, um. It was it was a lot for me because I don't think people know and people are like, you're easy to talk about the story like it's just so normal. And it's not that it's normal. It's just I don't want to be a sad story. I want to tell people my life and hopefully it changes or helps them somewhere, somewhere, or somehow. You know, um, I never want to be looked at as something that's like, oh, poor baby. Like, no, like, look at me now. I'm bossed up. I didn't let it affect me. And yeah, it was I've been through some stuff and. To see how I am now and then how people first time even talking to me and I get this a lot. They're like, you're very uh, happy. (laughs) You're very different than what I thought. And that's why I think that sometimes people can be very judgmental. That's why I was getting into that space of like, um, we can judge someone without really getting to know their story. I had no idea that you had gone through those things. Um, I didn't know that, you know, that you got, you were an exotic, right? Exotic dancer at one point. Um, but at the same time, we don't really know. And a lot of people, we go to these clubs, we go to these environments just judging. Like, oh, she wants this. This is the life that she chose. Da, 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 or whatever. Without truly knowing what may have cost, what's the background, what's the true story behind every single girl that's up there dancing. For those people that are judgmental towards them, you know, you were there. Um, what would you say to those people that go to these places judge these girls without really knowing the backstory? I actually feel bad for them, not for us, the the women that have went through it or girls that have went through it. I feel bad for them because I know for a fact everybody on earth, because sin is real, um, everybody has done something or secretly done something that they'll take to their grave that they've not, they're not proud of or either did a mistake or something. So it's like you judge this person or me but what have you done? I would never judge you. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I ever like really judged somebody because it's like, I don't have a really position to do that. 
Um, I think it's pretty sad because you can meet some pretty great people, even if they used to be exotic dancers, if they, you know, um, went through something that people might not um, look look down on, supposedly. Um, some of these people are amazing people. You know what I'm saying? I have a friend that's been through way worse than me, got her own businesses, car wash, a nurse, and got kids, a husband. And I'm just like, people don't believe in people changing. People don't believe in uh, people growing and uh, being successful throughout whatever they've been through. And I think that's more of a jealousy thing people have towards people that do come from that and they do succeed. So majority succeeds, but some are not successful and they end up still dancing and stuff. And so those are looked bad upon. And it's like it makes everything look bad. And I'm like, no, they're the same as the person that came from that that's successful. It just might take them a little bit more time. So I think it's a judging thing and people not understand. I think it's kind of sad because... um, it's like, why would you judge? You're not God. So right. it's like, why? And, would and then how was that transition for you? Like after all those things that you had been through and then from there go to being on one of the most watched reality shows like Love and Hip Hop. I ended up being on TV because of that. I was the girl that I'm not trying to date nobody just because they're popular. I'm not trying to click it with girls just because. And then the next week we're fighting about we wore the same hair or the same outfit. Like I was never that girl. I was just me. And me being me, I was like the hood, I guess, celebrity. Like I'm in Walmart. I'm getting tampons, but you getting some too? Oh, okay. You in the wick a lot? Me too. Like I was, I made people feel comfortable and it got to the point where Love & Hip Hop was like, who is that? Because around that time when I was dancing, it was like popular for the strippers or the exotic dancers to be dating somebody or they're just popping. So I was one of the popping girls coming from Houston as a dancer. And they were like, okay, well, and I used to live in New York and they're like, this springer on there. So it was really just a shocker. I didn't know how, what I was doing. I didn't know. I didn't read scripts. I didn't listen to scripts. If it was given to me, I was just TV material basically for them. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, this is Shannon Doherty, host of the new podcast, Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty. You may know me from, let's see, 90210, Charmed, Mallrats, Heathers. You probably also know me from my stage four cancer diagnosis and sharing that journey with so many of you. There's something so authentic about a podcast. It's me connecting, me talking raw in the moment. That's what my goal is to give you, to talk about why I feel that cancer to a certain extent is a gift, what my responsibilities are as a person with cancer. Because I think that there's something so much bigger than me. And to be honest, I'm still trying to find out what that is. And maybe together, we'll find it. It's gonna be a wild ride. So I hope that you all tune in. Listen to Let's Be Clear with Shannon Doherty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you feel like there was, um, one, because there's a difference in between once you were um, being out of the, the TV world, um, then being in the exotic entertainment world, and then from there you are in reality TV do you feel that there was any state that you felt like you mentally weren't, you know, uh, healed, prepared, balanced out to be able to deal with all the drama that TV brings? Because people people don't really understand that part as well. All the drama that happens on these reality shows are very much so real for most of us. Some people I've heard that, you know, they come up, they, you know, they finesse the funk. But for those like myself, that the drama has been very real. Um, did it ever really affect your mental, your mental health, your mental state? I I came in there mentally just kind of out of there, so it wasn't like it was just like um, you know it was so much like it. I didn't know people was doing stuff behind my back. First of all, I never got paid. <laughs> That'll be the last time somebody had never not paid me, and I give them them type of ratings that I gave them. And wasn't a cast member, never got paid. Um, uh, that's <laughs> crazy. Um, and then it was just the drinking, the not my boyfriend. Had well, wait, hold on. Even though you didn't get paid, do you think this was a good opportunity, a good platform to be seen? No. Did your life change somewhat no. after that? No, no, you, no doors that, open. Like, I'm not trying to seem cocky or nothing, but I've always been that girl. Like I've always been, when I say that girl, that's like for anybody should feel like that. I've always been that girl. I've always, I was already popular. Like extremely, like I was just the, the Houston was the place where all the popping dancers were. And it was that era where I was in just so happened to be in. So I was already no, I didn't care if I was on TV or off TV. I was drinking, doing all types of stuff where I just didn't care. It was what it was. They was like, you want to do it? Sure. Where's my checks at? Still waiting for that. Never got checked. So it was just like, this is just like stripping. You go in a club, all eyes on you. It's like a TV. And from different countries and different cities, people come and they're watching everything that you do. So I didn't think I benefited from it because people would always say like, I don't think love and hip hop helped you. The only thing it probably helped is what a couple more million people that was already going to eventually see me because I'm talented. And eventually, if you don't get your stuff right, you failed yourself. So I knew I was going to get my stuff right. I just didn't know when, you know. So, and I'm not trying to discredit Love & Hip Hop. It's just, I, you couldn't give me $20 million to go back. Because it's mm. like, you can't give So me you no wouldn't money. consider Love & Hip Hop to have been a good experience for you? Baby girl, I think I, I think you're the first person I told, baby, I, I'm on P-Valley. I got two movies under my belt. P-Valley and I'm getting my own show. So it's like... On God's time, you know what I'm saying? On God's time is when it's not on love and hip hop time. So no, they could not pay me. And it's no disrespect. I love them. I think they're cool. They're cool for somebody else. 
not for me because I'm not about, you're not about to play. When you let people control or feel they can control you and control your narrative of your life, that's when it fails. And I felt like I let them control. You know, you have drinks out on the table and thinking that, you know, go ahead and spike up her attitude with this drink. I know this is going to make her mad. You don't do that when you see people have talent, especially in the black community. If you know somebody has a gift at least and you see they're not being guided right, there's not a lot of people that guide people the right way. And I wasn't guided the right way. You know what I'm saying? You like It's like they knew. And I don't blame other people. It's more of just, it's both. It's me and them. I blame both. So no, they could not pay me to come back to that, honey. So you played five instruments since when did you start? Because, you know, thinking about like the past and, and all the negative, you know, which which all the negative things that you went through build and, and made the woman that you are today. And thanks to somewhat those things, you are, you know, in a, in a happier place now. If you don't know the bad, you'll never know the good. So, so now you know how it feels to be in this happy place. But part of that is... Um, going back into your music, going back into what you love. And part of that as well is the fact that you play all these instruments. How did you start? What motivated you? Which one is your favorite? Do you do it as a hobby or do you actually like really be at the crib playing? Oh no, I get on these people nerves, honey. I get on their nerves. Well, no, I don't get on their nerves because now they just be like, now we know who you are. Because I've been, they're like, is your name Johnny? I'm like, no, my name's Japel. Because <laughs> that's my real name, Japel Von Krishna. And they were like, all right. So then all of a sudden they keep coming back. I'm like, my name's Johnny. So my next door neighbors know who I am. They know I play piano, but I've been playing this since I was six. Violin, acoustic guitar, electric drums, piano. Um, it's just a passion. I don't know. Everything that I was telling you that I've been through, I just put it into my music, the anger, the pain. And then I realized that R&B is really for me. I was trying to figure out my genre and I could do every genre. It's just more of that's where it, it, um, people see or understand my pain the most. So this is like my lifeline. Every time I went through something, I was always known as whatever I was, that girl that does that, but she sings. And then it got better. The more I healed, it was the stripper that can sing with the bad attitude that likes to fight. The She's not a stripper no more with the attitude that likes to fight. Oh, she doesn't fight no more now. No, she just has a bad attitude. The attitude with the mental problem. Now the mental problem with the singing, now it's just... Now she sings. Like, that's her old love. She sings. So it's like levels. So um, right. it's my passion. You know, I just had to grow into myself. I was in my own way. I was letting mm -hmm. other people control what my destiny is. And I didn't like that, you know. So. Right, right. And the same thing goes for your songwriting. When you write, um, when you write these songs, do you mainly write about the hurt and the bad and 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 not just the bad because whatever like we've seen a lot of artists have made you know lots of money and and have won many awards uh, talking about their own personal experiences. But what do you mainly write about? What truly inspires you when it comes to songwriting? People, uh, myself, and people. I know I have good people around me, but they go through some shit, and they're all like. For example, I have a person that's in computers in Microsoft. I have a person that's a lawyer, but she going through. I'm like, what? How do you even have time to go through? So I'm writing from other people's experiences and um, 
writing what I know, the world probably, there's people that's going through that. I don't want it to just be about me. So sometimes I have to step outside of myself and have writers come in like, what do people go through or what do people think about? And I write it because you just don't want it to be about yourself. Those can touch people too. But I also want songs that other people can relate to too. So I go off of that. I'm an analyzer. I'll analyze people. I'll listen to conversations. And I'm like, hmm. So this person slept with your sister, but you're okay with it. And now y'all live together and your kids is cool with that. And like, this is the type of shit that I be hearing. I'm like, let me write that down. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Or like, let me go to this. Or like those crazy books that um, people write and they sell out like number one sellers where it's like the pastor is talking to. So I look at this and I'm like. Hmm, maybe that's why we have the Isley Brothers and these people that write stories in their in their songs. And I'm like, okay, time to be creative. So it really comes from just people and myself. It has to. It, it just you know has- what? I I honestly love the fact that today. I was given an opportunity to get to know a different Johnny, not the one that you just see on social media, but also just getting to know you, the person. Um, I I want to give you, you know, your your flowers for being. Uh, a strong woman because you went through so you went through so much that like I said before a lot of us um didn't know a lot of people may not know and if you are this flower and bubbly and happy person it's because you've come into a space that you are healed somewhat right because I don't I don't know if you completely heal a hundred percent 70 percent but 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 just that 70 percent that you did heal um, was very important for you to be the woman that you that you are today. And that's why I want people to follow you. Where can they go follow you on social media, on your social media platforms? Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze does. It's going to change soon, but for now, it's Johnny Blaze does. J-H-O-N-N-I-B-L-A-Z-E-D-U-H. And then everything else you just put Johnny Blaze, you can find. And then also, I got a couple of singles out, which is somebody that you just interviewed featuring Trina, so into you. Um, then Toxic featuring Inali Chopper, and then my newest single, It's All Right. I'm so grateful to have you on Exactly Amara. Thank you so much, Johnny, for coming in today. And guys, you already know, thank you for joining me every Thursday on Exactly Amara. Go follow Exactly Amara and Michael Cultura Podcast on Instagram and also on Twitter. Check us out on YouTube. Go to the search bar, write Exactly Amara or Amara La Negra. And remember that this is a production of iHeartRadio's Michael Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from my heart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast. You already know what it is. This is your girl, Amara La Negra, and you just heard exactly Amara. When are you an American Express member? When you travel with the American Express Platinum Card and have access to Centurion Lounges at over 40 locations worldwide, you're a member. When your American Express Platinum Card gets you seated at exclusive tables at renowned restaurants through Global Dining Access by Resi, you're a member. When you arrive at live events through dedicated American Express card member entrances at select venues, yeah, you're a member. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals. 
But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.